0: Hello, this is Suprati from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 8th of February. India recorded 67,597 new cases of COVID-19 and 1,188 related fatalities in the last 24 hours, according to the Union Ministry of Health and Family Welfare. While there has been a dip in cases since yesterday, the deaths increased by 294. Of the 1,188 deaths, 733 were reported by Kerala, which is reconciling its data as per government orders, Indian Express reported. These deaths are those that have been designated as COVID-19 deaths based on the new guidelines by the Centre and the directions of the Supreme Court. The total number of cases in India currently stands at 9,94,891. Government data showed that the daily positivity rate dropped to 5.02% from yesterday's 7.25%. In view of decreasing COVID-19 cases, several states and union territories have reopened schools for physical classes since yesterday. Delhi, Kerala, Odisha and Gujarat were among those where schools have reopened. In her first parliamentary speech for 2022, New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern said today that the COVID-19 pandemic will not end with the Omicron variant and New Zealand will have to prepare for more variants of the virus this year. Ardern's warning came as hundreds of protesters gathered outside the parliament building in the capital Wellington, demanding an end to coronavirus restrictions and vaccine mandates. Globally, the coronavirus has infected 397.1 million people and caused 5.74 million deaths, according to Johns Hopkins University. Union Home Minister Amit Shah released the election manifesto today for the Uttar Pradesh Assembly polls. The manifesto is titled Lok Kalyan Sankalp Patra 2022. During the release, Amit Shah claimed that the BJP has fulfilled more than 92% of 212 promises made in its 2017 poll manifesto, the Hindu reported. Among other things the Safran Party has promised is a 10-year punishment and 1 lakh fine for those indulging in Love Jihad if it returns to power in Uttar Pradesh. The BJP has also promised free electricity for irrigation to farmers in the next five years and shall build one well-equipped government hospital in every district of the state. Among the freebies promised, the party said that free scooters will be given to girls to make them self-reliant. Under the Swami Vivekananda, Yuva Shashakti Shakti Karan Yojana, two crore tablets and smartphones would also be given. Meanwhile, Samajwadi party leader, Azam Khan, has been denied interim bail by the Supreme Court. Indian Express reported that a bench of Justices L. Nageshwara Rao and B.R. Gavai asked how Khan could file 32 petitions to seek bail. The bench said, and I quote, don't bring politics to court, end quote. To this, Khan responded, and I quote, I am in prison for nothing. Where do I go, my lord? I am not bringing any politics into it, unquote. Senior advocate Kapil Sibyl, appearing for the SP leader, told the court that 87 FIRs had been filed against Khan and he has got bail in 84 cases. Additionally, Sibyl said that the bail plea had not been taken up for the last three to four months, despite repeated requests for hearing. In some of the cases filed against Khan, his wife Tanzeen Fatima, the current sitting MLA from Rampur Sadar, and their son Abdullah are co-accused. While Fatima got bailed in December 2020 and Abdullah on January 15, Khan has remained in jail since February 2020. Samajwadi Party has fielded Khan from Rampur constituency and his son Abdullah will contest the elections from the sewer seat in Rampur district. Speaking of elections, our reporters are already on the ground in Punjab, Uttar Pradesh, Uttarakhand, Goa and Manipur and are bringing you stories that explore the underbelly of the electoral process. You can find our video and ground reports under the tag Assembly Elections 2022 on our website newslaundry.com. Listeners, you can also donate to the NL Sena project to support our election coverage. While you're at the website, do read Nabil Ahmed's report on Ashneer Grover and the controversy surrounding him. The report is titled Bharat Pay co-founder Ashneer Grover's fall from grace. Also, in case you missed it, Newslaundry turned 10 years old this month. To celebrate this journey, we have commissioned two limited edition pieces of art by Manjul and Anish Daula Guppu that showcase the team both past and present behind our work. The pieces will be up for auction only for our subscribers on February 13th. You can check out the details on newslaundry.com slash decadal hyphen art hyphen auction. It is with your support that we can bring you the stories that matter. Do consider subscribing and pay to keep news free. Our lowest subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. The Kerala High Court has upheld the INB ministry's order, revoking news channel Media One's license to broadcast. Media One, a Malayalam news channel, had announced on January 31st that it had gone off the air after the ministry cited security reasons to block its transmission. Justice N. Nagaresh said he had gone through the files of the Ministry of Home Affairs, which had called for various intelligence agencies to justify the denial of security clearance to Media One. The judge said, and I quote, based on the inputs from these agencies, it has been decided not to renew the security clearance, end quote. According to Live Law, two intervening petitions had also been filed in the matter by some of the channel's employees and the Kerala Union of Working Journalists. It should also be noted that Media MediaOne's broadcast had been temporarily blocked in March 2020 after the Delhi riots for being critical towards the Delhi police and RSS. Today, protests against students wearing hijabs spread to yet another college in Karnataka's Udupi district, hours ahead of a high court hearing on the matter, ENI reported. According to Scroll.in, confrontations between groups of students on the wearing of the hijab have spread to a large number of colleges in Karnataka in the last few days. Visuals circulating on Twitter showed Muslim students wearing hijabs at the Mahatma Gandhi Memorial College shouting, We want justice, as a large group of male students wearing saffron shawls and headgear confront them, Scroll reported. The male students were then seen waving their shawls and shouting slogans. Earlier today, both groups of students were barred from entering the college, News Minute reported. The protesters from the Hindu community said they got the saffron shawls from Hindu Jagrana Vedki, a Hindutva organization. A student in a burqa was heckled by a large group of slogans shouting saffron scarf-wearing boys in a college in Mandya today, NDTV reported. In the video, the young woman parks her scooter and heads to the college building when students wearing saffron scarves shout Jai Shri Ram and advance towards her. The Muslim student shouted Allahu Akbar in response. The High Court is hearing petitions filed by five women from a government college in Udupi today which questions the hijab restrictions. Chief Minister BS Bomai tweeted today and I quote, I appeal to all the students, teachers and management of schools and colleges, as well as people of Karnataka, to maintain peace and harmony. I have ordered closure of all high schools and colleges for the next three days. All concerned, are requested to cooperate." Protests began last month at the Government Girls' PU College in Udupi, when six students alleged that they had been barred from classes for insisting on wearing the headscarf. French President Emmanuel Macron has said that the coming days will be crucial to de-escalating the Ukraine standoff after five hours of talks with Russian's Vladimir Putin, BBC reported today. Putin hinted that progress had been made during his first Moscow summit with the Western leader since Russian troops massed close to Ukraine's borders. Moscow, however, has denied any plans to invade. The Russian president added that some of Mr Macron's proposals could form the basis of further joint steps, stating that they were probably still too early to talk about. US President Joe Biden met German Chancellor Olaf Scholz in Washington on Monday and threatened to shut down a key Russian gas pipeline to Germany if Moscow invaded Ukraine. US officials believe Russia has assembled 70% of military forces needed for a full-scale invasion. Prime Minister Boris Johnson wrote in the Times newspaper that the UK was considering deploying Royal Air Force fighters and Royal Navy warships to protect southeastern Europe. According to Global Conflict Tracker, the conflict in eastern Ukraine has resulted in more than 13,000 casualties and left more than 1.5 million people internally displaced since it began in 2014.